Supply chains today constantly require the need to be highly adaptable, agile, and responsive while simultaneously being innovative, sustainable, and cost-effective. But how does this happen when your supply chain is continuously evolving? Welcome to Supply Chain Picks, a collection of podcasts by DHL Supply Chain, featuring subject matter experts across Europe, Middle East, and Africa who bring you logistics insights to help understand, predict, and respond effectively to the trends and challenges facing your logistics supply chain. The topic for today is around e-commerce and DHL Fulfillment Networks. Hi, I'm Claire Lanou, Vice President for e-commerce in DHL Supply Chain for our European region. I'm delighted today to host this podcast as your host. I'm actually, you know, uh, accompanied and delighted to welcome Andreas Beeking. Andreas, would you like to introduce yourself, please? Yes. Hi, Claire. But first of all, thank you for having me. It's a pleasure to do. Uh, we know each other for a while now, and it's a pleasure doing a, a podcast together. My name is Andreas Bicking. I work for DHL for many years now. And um, over the last three years, I had the privilege and pleasure of building up our DHL fulfillment network that we started in Europe and that we are now growing into the rest of of the world. Super. Yes, we've had the pleasure of working together for quite a while. Um, Andreas, the topic for today is around e-commerce and DHL fulfillment networks. We all know that e-commerce is actually representing a very powerful sales channel and also a gross opportunities for businesses. And it's forcing those companies to rethink their overall sales and distribution strategies. But as it continues to gain in importance and influence, businesses must quickly solve their supply chain challenges to ensure they capture the business value available. So the push to adopt and excel in e-commerce presents both challenges and opportunities for businesses. To help understand, you know, company, to help companies understand the imperatives for capturing this business value, you know, Andreas, can you set the context around why the DHL fulfillment networks is relevant for e-commerce and how? Yeah, I think the, the best way I think I can explain it in simple terms is e-commerce, as you pointed out, comes in many shapes and forms, different product segments, different B2B, B2C, different markets. But one thing it has in common everywhere, it's incredibly dynamic, fast changing and fast paced. So at DHL, we thought we need to establish a fulfillment and last mile product that is as dynamic as the needs of our customers. So something that helps our customers get started quickly, scale quickly, but sometimes stop quickly without a huge investment or a huge lead time to get started. So that's what we built with the DHL Fulfillment Network. Okay, great. It sounds really exciting. Can you tell me a little bit more about, you know, which customer segments would be, uh, would exist actually in the e-commerce markets and where the DHL fulfillment networks can better support those customers? Yeah, I think it's, it's probably four to five archetypes that I see that are quite excited about what we can offer them. The first type, and that's what we had originally in mind, was small to medium-sized e-com businesses that are growing fast and they need more capacity and they need that quick. They, they don't have a five-year plan yet because they still don't know where they will be in two or three years, but they are seeing growth and they need more capacity. And we have the capacity and we have also the ability to get them started in a couple of weeks without major commitments. 
that was the first our first group of of customers but we realized that this capability was also um really really helpful for other types of of businesses and one that we've been quite successful with is large um large established companies that are already they have their own supply chain set up for many years because they run large scale operations often b2b focused and they start exploring their direct to consumer or b2c e-commerce market so they want something that's not as big and as fixed as what they already have in their supply chain but something that can start quicker that doesn't have that doesn't tie them down for many years and that doesn't come with lots of fixed investments so large players starting to explore e-commerce was the second big group that we that we won uh, for our network and then even even customers that are native in e-commerce we realize sometimes it's handy to to have a plug and play solution if you're starting a new product line if you're entering a new market so even large established e-com players um, we found as our customers as they were trying out new things be it new markets or new product lines where they did not want to use their established channels because it was not mature enough at, at that stage I think I recognize quite well the three segments that you've just articulated and I'm looking forward to hearing about the fourth Oh the fourth yes so the fourth is is um companies that are typically acting in a B2B environment shipping let's say products to garages that fix your cars and so on and um they've realized that what we do in our fulfillment centers is also suitable for industrial equipment as long as it fits in boxes as long as we can ship it as a parcel out it doesn't matter if it goes to a consumer and their consumer door or if it goes to a garage to supply this garage with new new equipment so we've kind of established a new customer type and these are b2b companies that need a a distribution across you know many parts of of the country or in different countries and and want to do that um in a easy to use easy to turn up fashion can we deep dive into the capabilities of the dhl fulfillment networks for the audience so that everybody understand how you know the dhl fulfillment works and you know how it can support their business yeah i think and if i put myself in the shoes of our customers e-commerce shops or or companies that are starting to explore e-commerce i think one thing every customer will agree on is that it's super quickly changing and it's very hard to predict what you need in a half a year a year or even further um and that's why the the model that we've established is a fulfillment and and last mile delivery package that enables um play, any player any of these players that I mentioned before to plug into our network and get started shipping to their consumers very quickly so we will take care of all the fulfillment aspects so we will receive the goods check the quality store them until they are ordered we pick and pack them and then we we offer also the connection to our last mile carrier so that it all is in one hand and it's it's easy for our customers to do business in any any country any location that they choose to be in so that's sort of the in a nutshell our product offering and what makes it so special is that we do that in every country that we are present in the same fashion with the same IT integration and the same processes so that our customers can just pick and choose and kind of start any of the nodes in our network that they they need to be close to their consumers and how does that relate to consumers it's 
by being closer, obviously, by being in the countries, it gives you the chance to deliver quicker and more economical. And, and that's what matters to, to consumers. If you read any study, they're, they're about interested about free delivery, quick, mostly next day delivery. And that's what we help all our customers achieve. So do you mean to say that effectively DHL supply chain is using its, you know, warehouse space to set up a fulfillment hub? Yes, yes, yes. That's the magic. And that's, I think, where we really have a, um, let's say, an asset that's hard to beat. Because we, we do have over 200 fulfillment centers or warehouses in the DHL supply chain alone in Europe. Worldwide, it's much more than that. And we have picked the locations that are best from an e-commerce point of view. So the locations that are close to the big cities and that are close to the parcel hubs so we can inject our volumes as late as possible so the you know so we can deliver next day so this is how we selected it but we can select and tap into our vast network which i think makes it quite unique sounds really good and um, i mean from what i know about e-commerce consumer experience is really important and therefore the speed to market is you know is really key for brands and for the businesses we want to work in e-commerce. Um, can you tell us a little bit more about how you work within the warehouses, or you know how you contribute to enhancing that consumer experience? We touched on one of the key areas, and that is of course speed. By by being close to the consumers, offering fulfillment centers close to where they live, we can deliver. And injecting the volumes into the parcel networks, we can deliver quickly. That's, I think, one, one aspect of consumer experience. But there is, of course, more. There's the, the, the whole experience, what happens when you return goods, right? That, that's an experience where it can either go really well, because as a consumer, if I have a good returns experience, I will shop at that shop again, even, even more so, because I realize, wow, this is really no hassle. I can get my money back. It happens quickly and so on. So the returns experience is, is equally important and sometimes even more so. And there, what, what helps A is obviously the, the same. It's again a short distance to reach us. But at the same time, it's our, also our system that, that we apply our IT system helps us to kind of make sure we get the, this every good, every return that comes in opened, graded, checked, and registered and put on shelf back in, in within 24 hours. And that matters for both our consumers as well as our customers. For the consumers, it means they can get a refund quick, quickly and with no big hassle. And that's what matters to the consumer. And for our customer, it matters having the products back on the shelf so they can sell them again. A very important point way to, to impact the consumer experience. <laughs> So tell me, um, Andreas, imagine that I'm a, a small startup and I do want to actually look, I'm looking for a fulfillment center that will enable me effectively to serve customers across Europe or, you know, across the world. What, you know, how do I go about connecting with you and also what will be my customer journey with you, with DHL Network? Um, so let me, let me answer that in two parts. The first part is getting together, finding the right solution. And then the second part is once we've found the right configuration and product for, um, for the customer, how we get, we get our customers on board. So first, if, if, if there's the interest, 
Um, it's very easy. You, you can find us with um, with the link below or the link that we will post. Just Googling for DHL Fulfillment Network will also do the trick. Um, that will get us to our um, website, which explains our product in, in much more detail than we can cover today here. But most importantly, it has a get a quote button. And, and that button enables you to list um, your requirements. It takes two or three minutes to fill out. And that connects a, that that form that you will then send connects you to our um, our fulfillment network team. And what will happen, we will then contact you directly. And it's not a bot, it's not an automatism, but it's actually an expert from the country that you're interested in doing business with. So somebody from that country will contact you to, A, of course, listen to the situation you're in, the needs that you have, and then introduce the product in more detail and then start collecting your data so that we can really provide you a, a quick a quick quotation and a feeling of what this will cost, but also what it will offer you in terms of delivery speed, reach, and so on. So that's all going to be led by our own team. Um, and they're all not, not outsourced. They're all core DHL team members that um, are present in the market. They're, they're dealing with lots of e-commerce customers, obviously, so they know the strength of all the different carriers that we use and they can advise you on what's the best carrier to use and so on. And they even often can advise you on how to position things on your website because we can see that what's working well, what is not working so well with our customers. So that person will get in contact and will guide you through the process to configure the product to the way you like it. That's the first stop. And that can go as quick as you can be. <laughs> so you know, depending on how ready you have the data and if you know exactly what you want, you can be speaking on Monday and by Friday you can have your offer ready ready to That's sign. Good. Yes. Wow. So imagine that I'm a, a customer and I'm selling across, you know, Germany, France, Netherlands, you know, the biggest online markets, for example, in Europe, yeah? Hmm? Would you, you know, would I be basing, you know, my stock across those three locations or, you know, how, how do we define whether or not I need one DHL fulfillment hub or, you know, two or three? Yeah. We'll, our, our team will help you identify that. We'll get from you your volumes. How much are you shipping into each of these markets at the moment? And we'll try to establish with you where does it make sense for you to have your hubs? and where to ship cross-border. We can do both. We can obviously serve the domestic market, but we can also ship cross-border. If you look at Europe, typically it doesn't make sense to have a, um, a fulfillment center in every market, but some of the markets that are smaller, you, you'd use our setup, and then we'll have our carriers that are able to ship into, into the markets that you want. So together with us, we'll define which are the right locations for you, and then we'll provide you an offer for each location and what happens quite quite regularly with our customers, they, they tell us to start in one market, get that live, and then go into the next market. And because of the solution, you can do that very quickly, right? Yes. My, my, um, my favorite story, <laughs> and I, uh, I need to make sure that uh, I cover it really in, in the way it happened, is, is it's a technology company. And um, they are launching their product in many different markets, and they have a very ambitious growth right, to cover the entire world. Um, they had their first fulfillment center live in February this year. Now, end of August, as we are recording this, 
we are live in seven, and by the end of the year we'll seven. be yes, and by the end of the year we'll be live in fifteen countries, fulfilling to their uh, covering almost the entire world from these fifteen countries for with with their product. Well, and Andreas, if I understand well what you said earlier about the DHL fulfillment network, that means that whichever fulfillment network you operate for this specific tech customer that you're referring to, you operate exactly in the same way. Uh, is that correct? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and what about the cost? You know, how does it work from a costing point of view? Do I get charged the same? So we we have we have uh, transactional. Um, a transactional cost model. So in every side, okay. you pay for what you use to keep it simple. Yeah, that, that's, I think, the best way to explain it. We, we, we will charge for the space you use, not more, not less. We will and we will charge you for every order we pick for you. So there is no big fixed amounts or fixed fees you have to pay. It's really a, a pay-as-you-go model. And as you grow, we, we even have volume-based rate. So as you ship more, your per order rate gets gets lower. And that you don't need to renegotiate it's already in your contract. So you have rates for, for different volume bands. And as you grow, your cost per order goes down. Wow. Sounds, sounds super. Um, I, I've just got the question because I think the audience may have it. You know, we're talking about DHL fulfillment network. What kind of mechanization or you know, automation is there, if any, in those hubs. Is that relevant or is it, is it not relevant? Because if I remember the customer segment you were talking about earlier, you tended to say that there might be small, you know, small companies starting up or direct-to-consumer brands who are starting on their journey or piloting. Can you tell me more about it, please? I, I think the, the amazing thing about our software and our technology is it's not so much what you see in the warehouse, but it's what happens sort of bringing it all together. And what's most relevant for, I think, our customers is the fact that we bring with, with this product comes a visibility suit that gives the customer the possibility to see what happens in the warehouse as well as in the delivery of the product. So they really have an end-to-end -end visibility of every order, of every process in the warehouse. So it's almost like a glass, a glass factory. And it's the one platform for every side. And it's the one platform for every carrier we're using. So just the one place to go to find out the status of orders, the inventory levels, and, and how much stock we've got left, how much we can still sell. This is all in one place. And and kind of displayed in a really easy way. We've invested a lot of time and effort into creating the right dashboards for our customers so they can go in there, find the information they're looking for to, to steer their business. Because obviously, you know, the, the customer experience is important to manage that, but also to understand when do you need to reorder? Um, how is your sales doing in a certain country? All this information we, we have and we provide for our customers in one place. In, in one unified way and in, in one very easy and intuitive way. You don't have to be a logistics professional to, to read and understand the data. Okay. Well, sounds really good because end-to-end -end visibility, as we know, yeah, is super important for businesses, especially when it, com when it comes to e-commerce. Yeah. Would there be a case as well for a company, for example, who want to serve some you know specific market that may be slightly out of reach from their normal 
warehouse, yeah, to actually localize their fulfillment. Is there a reason for that? And have you seen that in customer experiences, customer yeah. interfaces, interaction that you've had? Yeah, that's a, a really good point, Claire. And let me give you a very concrete example. I mean, I'm not going to name the customer, but I think the geographies I can I can call out. So there, there is a customer who is a major player in e-commerce, um, in in the um, cosmetics segment, and um, they they are fulfilling. They have one big fulfillment hub in mainland Europe, and the neighboring countries are easy to reach in one to two days. That's that's good, and that's good to have that large fulfillment center for the you know economies of scale however if you just put the map in of europe in, in in front of your eyes there are areas of europe which which are a bit further away from mainland europe and concrete example is the nordics and if you want to have the same consumer experience of delivering in one or two days in the nordics that's going to be very hard to achieve from mainland europe hence um, we, um, they, they approached us, we introduced a product, and now they're very keen to get started in, in the Nordics with an own, let's say, you know, forward stocking location almost, so that they can reach the consumers in the Nordics from our fulfillment center network. And the same example, That's and the same it also holds true if you think about mainland Europe and UK. Obviously, physically, that's not very far away, but because of Brexit, it is administratively much harder. So we are helping, we're helping a lot of players in both ways to establish a presence in the, in the European Union and in the UK. Tying back to the cosmetic brands that you were talking about earlier, I'm really interested because it seems to me from what you've just said that not only that enhanced service proposition by localizing the fulfillment is going to enhance the customer, the end consumer experience, but it seems to me as though it's going to drive sales potentially for that brand because as an end consumer, if the service level is five to seven working days when I'm browsing for that product, I could very well be tempted and going to purchase you know, the theme item on a marketplace, which therefore doesn't drive any any sales for that customer brand directly. Am I, am, I, am I right? Yeah, spot on, spot on, Claire. And I think just, it's not just you and me who, when we, when we go online and buy things that we look after the, what is the delivery speed? When do I get my item? Survey after survey or study after study shows that one of the most prevalent reason a, a checkout is um, canceled, which is a, a tragedy for any e-com player, a checkout that gets canceled because you've invested so much in getting the customer to your website to, to select the product and then cancel at the last minute is horrible. And and the studies show that quite often that is because it's either uh, too, the delivery time is too long, so it's not what you expected. We all expect it one to two, maximum three days to be there. And so lots of, thing, lots of orders get canceled that way and you have lost sales. Um, or because it's too expensive, the, the delivery options. And again, having a local delivery is, of course, also more cost efficient. Hence, our customers can, can offer cheaper or free delivery. And it's not just in theory, you know, talking to a lot of customers, they, they see that as they start local presence, they can see it in their sales because, because of that reason, that delivery time has a huge impact on, on how well you sell. 
Andreas, I think e-commerce businesses in general are looking not only for fulfillment, but they're looking for, you know, the overall logistics, which obviously encompasses the last mile delivery. So that hand, you know, delivery to the end customer. So just for me to be very, very clear, does the DHL fulfillment networks, you know, offer fulfillment and last mile delivery or is it purely fulfillment? No, of course, of course, you are you're right with with your first statement. It is fulfillment and last mile delivery. I think that is the promise to the customer that we can take care of that because we know the local markets. We know what the right carriers are for the service levels you want to achieve. We have connected to them. We have contracts with them so that when they come to us, we can offer them fulfillment and last mile all in one in one package and not just in one package as physically executing it, but also in one visibility package so that they can see the status from the moment the order hits our fulfillment center to the moment the order is in the hands of, of our or the, our customer's customer, the consumer. So that's one, one package, both in terms of the operations, the terms of, of dealing with us, as well as the, in terms of the visibility that we offer in, in our system. Okay, so a customer, I, I am a brand and I'm selling online. I can either, you know, outsource to you, DHL Fulfillment Networks, my fulfillment. And if I choose, I contract with the local carriers or I can give you the fulfillment and the last mile distribution. Exactly right. Exactly right. I would advise you on the second because then you benefit from our purchasing power. You benefit from the established relationships that we have. Um, but both is possible, correct? Andreas, it's been really interesting and fascinating to listen to you, though. Thank you very much. Well, no, no worries at all, Claire. And it's been a pleasure being part of your podcast series. I very grateful. Thank you very much. Um, and it's been good fun. Thank you for listening to Supply Chain Picks. If you are a supply chain professional or simply keeping up with logistics trends, please share this with a colleague or a friend. You can find us on DHL.com or connect with us on LinkedIn at DHL Supply Chain.